twowayradios.com, check, check. Bytwowayradios.com. Recorded almost live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. It's the Two Way Radio Show. Welcome to the Two-Way Radio Show. I'm Rick Savoya. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll discuss the decision of the FCC to eliminate the GMRS and amateur radio vanity call sign regulatory fees. We'll find out why they did it and speculate about what this could mean in the long term for GMRS licensees and ham radio operators. We'll also review the XLT SE445 two-wire surveillance earpiece with push-to-talk and smartphone connect and take some of your questions from our blog and our forums at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwowayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. buytwowayradios.com, your radio specialists. On May 21, 2015, the FCC issued a Notice of Proposed Rulemaking seeking comment on the Commission's proposed regulatory fees for fiscal year 2015. This notice also contained a report and order for the adoption of changes proposed the previous year. The report and order included two items of particular interest to users of two-way radios, the elimination of the GMRS regulatory fee and the elimination of the amateur radio vanity call sign regulatory fee. Yeah, and, uh, you know, there's so few changes that come from the FCC. Whenever something like this happens, it, it is, um, you know, a topic of conversation, and it's, it's kind of exciting that we get something different, especially in the GMRS world, because we've been waiting for a long time on some updates there as far as um, elimination of licensing and um, I guess right off the top, we need to note that this does not eliminate the entire GMRS license. The no, it does not, but it does it it does help somewhat. It, it does take a little bit of the the pain from the from the yeah, price. It does, and and to explain briefly, the the GMRS license fee is made up of an application fee and a regulatory fee. Um, the application fee is currently sixty five dollars, but that fee goes up over time based on automatic increases um, and there was a $25 regulatory fee um, and that is the portion that's being eliminated so when this goes into effect which it's it's not going to for another 90 days or so when this goes into effect essentially we're going to have a GMRS license that's now $65 instead of $90. Yeah, so currently the, the current license costs $90. It's good for five years and covers a license holder and their family members and that sort of thing. It, uh, it, it's still a lot of money, though, for a license that really... Um, really, you can get a set yeah. of radios for as low as 30 bucks. So, exactly. And, and we've talked about GMRS before, and the, uh, a lot, you know, it, it, I think... There aren't many people getting this GMRS license, if I'm being honest. There's uh, a lot of unlicensed use in GMRS, and I think the FCC is aware of it, and that's why in 2010 they proposed making GMRS by rule anyway, which would completely yeah. eliminate 
the license fee. And um, if there's a license requirement and no one uses it, uh, no one enforces it, then uh, you know, I guess that's where that's we true. are. And that's one of the primary reasons when you hear from uh, people who are aware of the license fee. Now, there are a lot of people that aren't aware that a license is needed for the GMRS. But for those who are aware, that's one of the primary reasons why they don't get one is because it costs so much money. And uh, it's one of the biggest complaints that, uh, that we've heard from GMRS users, even those who are licensed, you know, the, the, the cost of the fee is, is more than the cost of, of the radios or a pair of radios. Right. And uh, it, it, it's just disproportionate. And compare that to um, amateur, where you can get an amateur license for 10 or $15, depending on where you take the test. And um, there's so much more that you can do with an amateur yeah. license. There's so many more frequencies you can use. Um, so... Yes, $90 was really high. $65 is really high, but it's better. But well, it, there's a reason why it costs um, so much for the filing fee, because the, the FCC can get rid of the regulatory fee. And, and I guess I should say that the FCC kind of acknowledged that this is a problem. So they're trying to do their part in trying to lower the fees. So And, and really, on their end, what they did was they got rid of the $25 regulatory fee, but that still leaves the, the application fee, and that's really set by Congress. And it right. has an automatic price adjustment for, for, you know, for cost of living or for inflation or whatever it is. There's a, so that's why that fee is the one that usually kind of goes up year after year. Right, and I think that we, we see a clear direction from the FCC. They want to eliminate this GMRS licensing mm-hmm. fee, they're trying to get rid of it. It's just not an easy thing for them to do. They can't just wave their hand and the fee goes away. They've made this proposal in 2010, the 10-119 proposal that uh, would completely eliminate the licensing. But um, uh, apparently it's not easy to adopt such sweeping changes as that. Well, they've had some pushback from uh, some members of the GMRS community that have that are licensees, and and I think a lot of them are, are repeater owners and mm-hmm. and uh, and that sort of thing, where that they see the possible ramifications of this as as being really detrimental to to the GMRS service overall. Sure, and, but I think they would eliminate the sixty five dollar application fee if it didn't literally require an act of Congress to do so. Yeah, that's true. Well, if you go up on the FCC website, you'll see. Uh, a line that says this proposal is still pending. So um, I guess whenever that goes away, I, I suppose that's when the uh, GMRS licensing um, goes away altogether, if right. that happens. <laughs> well, also in this most recent proposal, there is a proposal to eliminate the regulatory fee for the um, amateur vanity call signs. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be interesting because uh, the way I understand it, the current fee of $21.40 for a vanity call sign is all regulatory fee. So it should yeah. basically make the um, make it free to get a vanity call sign. If well, you're pretty close uh, to it, yeah. Yeah, for ham radio operators. Now, um, back up a little bit, and a vanity call sign is where you can sort of request your own call sign. Um yeah, something like getting your own vanity license plate in that respect. You know, you choose what you want if it's available, provided that it's available. Right. Uh, you can get it. Um, and the current 
regulatory fee for vanity call signs $21.40. I thought that was interesting, the $0.40 cents part. Uh, it's not an even amount. But it's valid for 10 years, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good long time. So uh, since they're eliminating this regulatory fee, that should make it easier, I guess, for, for uh, amateurs to go in and apply for a vanity call sign. Yeah, I wonder if you're going to see a lot more people sign up for vanity call signs now that they're free. I mean, it, it, the price of $21.40 before wasn't really It's not that a deal high, breaker, so, yeah, yeah. It's not really a deal breaker. It seems like if you really wanted a vanity call sign, you probably would have gotten one anyway since it's only $21 or $2 a year. I don't know. Anthony was saying the other day, uh, you know, once the fee goes away, he's going to get a vanity call sign. I am. Yeah. I was looking okay. yesterday to see what's available. Get your initials <laughs> or something? Yeah, something something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, huh? Can't wait. Well, there are some things to note about this. There are some caveats here. Um, I was looking around yesterday at some of the other websites that were reporting on this, and I just want to give everybody a heads up and make sure everyone understands that we're not talking about the entire fee. There are some blogs and, and radio-related websites out there that have reported that the FCC eliminated the GMRS license fees entirely, and this is incorrect, that all of the fees aren't going away. In other words, the, the uh, licenses are not completely free. Right. It goes down from 90 to $65. Right. And these changes are uh, set to go in effect after the 90-day congressional notice period. Uh, generally, there's a um, 90-day period where Congress has to be notified of these changes. And then uh, I believe it takes effect at the beginning of the fiscal year, which uh, I believe begins October 1st, right. 2015. So um, if you're going to uh, get the license now, it's not going to be 65. It's still going to be 90 for the GMRS license. And then you're still going to have to pay the $21.40 fee for the vanity call sign. Uh, one more thing to note, uh, once these fees go into effect, if you've um, purchased a license or have uh, submitted for your vanity call sign during this interim period, the FCC has said that it will not issue refunds for those who have already paid the fees before they, the fees were officially eliminated. So that's important to know. You're not getting your regulatory fee back. Right. So having said that, what do you think this is going to mean? I mean, is, we're going to take this one at a time here. As far as the GMRS fee is concerned, the regulatory fee for GMRS, um, do you think that it's going to be the beginning of the end for the individual GMRS license requirement, or uh, or do you think it will just stay there and then continue to grow? You know, the application fee could continue to grow until it hits $90 again. Um, well, what I think, I think it means very little, if I'm being honest. It, it really? um, yeah, I, I think a price dropping from 90 to $65, I think no one gets the license now, and I think no one's going to get the license after this goes into effect. <laughs> I do think the, the most important thing is it shows that the direction of the FCC is clearly to get rid of this license fee, and maybe we'll see more movement towards that um, in the future. Now, uh, one other item of disclosure, the FCC did give a reason for eliminating these fees. And in a nutshell, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but in a nutshell, they said, you know, it just wasn't cost effective for us to do this anymore. It was actually costing us more to to manage this than the fee was, the regulatory fee was worth. 
And I don't really understand that um, because it doesn't seem like anything that the FCC was doing. And maybe I just don't understand the the what has to be layer upon layer of bureaucracy mm-hmm. that I'm I'm not seeing. But um, what are they doing now? They weren't doing before. It's all processed online. You go to the ULS system and and sign up for your GMRS license. It's issued immediately. Um, from what I can tell, no one is is actually touching this. I mean, it's all automated. So really, the FCC is just losing twenty five dollars a license. I don't understand Perhaps. what what they Perhaps. what was costing them more than twenty five dollars. They, they, they did spell it out in the document. They really did. And, and once again, I didn't want to take the, all the time to read the, the entire document. But uh, I, you know, you can actually read it for yourself. We have a link to it up at uh, by Two Way Radios dot com. We have we'll have a link to it in the show notes for this episode of the Two Way Radio Show, so you can download it and read it for yourself. Um, it says that. Um, after analyzing the cost and processing fee payments for GMRS, we conclude that the commission's cost of collecting and processing this fee exceeds the payment amount of $25. Um, and maybe I'm just looking at the summary here in the GMRS portion, but I don't know. I, I need to dig into that. It's, I, I'd be curious to see how they justify it. Well, in any case, they have a, moved to eliminate the fee, so right. um, that's, the, that's the important thing, I guess, at this point. But what do, what about the uh, vanity call sign? I you know there are two schools of thought on this as far as the elimination of the vanity call sign. Um, one possibility is that it's going to it's going to create a rush of amateur operators in to apply for this vanity call sign before the elimination of the fee kicks in because they're anticipating that once it does kick in, there'll be a bigger rush of amateur operators wanting vanity call signs, and then they may not have theirs available when they want it. I can see the logic there. I mean, the the fee is going to go away, so you would think, okay, well, when the fee goes away, everyone's going to get their vanity call sign. And I'm not going to get it because somebody else is going to have it already. Right. Or 10 guys are going to be after the same one. I, I don't really buy that either, though. Uh, maybe no. I'm, I'm just a skeptic, but I don't think $20 was holding anybody back anyway. I think if you really wanted a vanity call sign, is twenty dollars really going to stop you from getting one? No, not even twenty one forty. Not not even twenty one. <laughs> right. I, I think but, uh, people who really wanted a vanity call sign were getting them anyway, and uh, maybe you'll see a rush, but I don't think it's going to be anything crazy. But Anthony's going to get his uh, so, once it's free. I'm right? on You're record. Going to wait, right? Yeah, I'll probably wait. I mean, it's. Uh, I was reading something the other day about you know about this, and a lot of guys. A lot of guys aren't doing usually don't do the vanity stuff until they get their higher license and then right. but the, a lot of guys are saying that they're not going to go to vanity because then nobody will know who they're talking to you know that for, oh yeah for, that's yeah. the problem yeah. with changing your call sign yeah, yeah. you've yeah. got 10 yeah. years you've been using the same call sign and then all of a sudden you get out there and call you know xxxxx and they go nobody's responding because they don't know who you are mm-hmm. you know yeah. they, they don't they, they knew you by so-and-so for 15 years um yeah so there's kind of a trade-off to doing that in the first place i think it'll be yeah. just a lot of uh i think it'll be a lot of the younger hams that are want a cooler quote-unquote vanity sign that'll be running to do this if anything people talking yeah. about this change may create more interest in vanity call signs because maybe it's something that, that wasn't really point. on people's radar and now 
they're learning about it for the first time because of um, these changes. And quite honestly, I didn't know that I was eligible. I didn't know a technician was eligible to change there. I didn't know it until I've never, never really looked. But I thought, you know, when you see guys with vanity call signs, they're you know extra class guys that you know have paid their dues and they're you know taking all these tests and they've you know yeah. graduated to the extra class that they were eligible to do it only. Um, you I know, think you like are a, eligible to to drop a character if you move you are on. i was looking at it it's it's uh it's a pretty long list i mean technicians can can do it but you still have to use a certain letter and the prefix you can't switch you know where i guess that's kind of how they establish who's who you know if somebody right. has a w right. rather than an a, a k you know i think k is uh k and another letter is pretty much technician class and you still have to have at least one number um, it, it was kind of goofy. It was it was really hard to read, you hmm. know, to, to make sense of it all. But well, well in any case, um, this is going to make it uh, a little bit cheaper if you want to go that route. Um, well, overall, does this pretty much look like a good thing, bad thing, or just just a thing? To me, it just looks like a thing. Hmm. Um, I'm calling it a good thing. I mean, good thing. anytime you can spend less money for something, it's good, right? Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Game but, changer? No. Yeah, no, but, no. you know, like we said, most people aren't getting this. It's not the guy that's been using his GMRS radios for <laughs> 10 years without a GMRS license, you know. He's, he's not going to run out and get one. Like, oh, well, it's still, it's still 65 bucks. I've been using it for 10 years now and haven't had to spend any money, so why start now? You know, so I, I, I don't know. True. It's with no one enforcing it. It's like a voluntary tax, and, yeah. and I mean, people are <laughs> signing up for a voluntary tax. I think there's bigger fish to fry. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll go with that. All right. Well, uh, coming up, we'll review the XLT SE four forty five two wire surveillance earpiece with push to talk and smartphone connect. Is it the radio accessory we've all been waiting for, or is it a complete disconnect? We'll find out next on the Two-Way Radio Show. Searching for two-way radios? Buy two-way radios has what you need. Buy two-way radios is the source for two-way radios and radio accessories from major name-brand manufacturers for businesses and consumers alike. Buy two-way radios provides more than just great radios at a great price. We are a leading source of expert advice on the products that we sell and can assist in finding the perfect solution for you or your business. We also deliver great service. Our products are stocked at our local warehouse. This allows us to guarantee processing time and fast shipment of your order. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy Two-Way Radios can help you find the best solution for you. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com weekdays. Buy Two-Way Radios at buy2wayradios.com. Your radio specialists. You're listening to the Two-Way Radio Show. And this week we're going to review a new two-wire surveillance earpiece with push-to-talk and smartphone connect from XLT. The SE-445. Over the years, we've had a few people come to us with with ideas. And, and so we kind of took this idea to XLT, and they designed a, 
Yeah, I'll say they designed it for us. I mean, yeah. I think they, you know, nobody else. Uh, I don't think anybody else has this right now. I don't think any of their other dealers were, were uh, asking about this, but they've done really well with their one-wire and two-wire surveillance earpieces for years. You know, great setup, um, very cost-effective, good, good, good earpieces. Um, we've had people in the past go, well, I work in... I work security and it's boring and I, you know, I'd like to be able to, you know, plug something into both my phone and my two-way radio. So when my radio is not going off, I can listen to music. I could talk to on the phone, whatever. Yeah. Well, the 445, SE445 is going to do that for you. Basically, you've got, uh, you look at it, it's a lot of wires. It looks like a, a, a two-wire surveillance kit, but it's got... Two connectors on it, and it's uh, one connector is a three and a half millimeter uh, phone connector, like your standard iPhone connector. Android phones all use this connector now, um, and then the other end has a connector specifically for certain model radios. I think we've got it for iCom and Kenwood and Motorola, um, you know, the more popular connectors. Mm-hmm. But the way it works is it's got a surveillance earpiece that that goes into your ear like the traditional, uh, you know, SE uh, 110s and and 220s. And um, there's two mics located on the wire now. One is your standard push-to-talk for your two-way radio side. And directly underneath it is a uh, what they call a control talk. Mm -hmm. Um, Basically, it's just a a microphone with a push-to-talk on it. to answer and disconnect your phone. Um, I've tested this this out, and it works. I was kind of weary about how it was going to work. And, you know, as far as if somebody was, you know, listening to their MP3 player, their music, and a, and a radio communication came through, was it going to mute it? Mm-hmm. You were going to still hear your rock and roll music and your boss talking to you? And, and well, it cuts it out. It's, it's smart enough to know to cut that out. Um I like that the control talk button, the button on the control talk does the same thing. Like I have an iPhone and I use the um, earphones that uh, come with it. Mm-hmm. And there's a button right there up by the earpiece. And uh, you can use that to pause or change the That's volume right. or anything. And, and the control talk button does the same thing that um, the button does on the, the stock earpiece. Yep, you're exactly right. We've uh, we've had a lot of people asking for these this um the best of both worlds i guess you can say you know needing something for both because i heard of people using an se 110 with their radio and then they've got you know in one ear and then the other ear they've got their iphone earbud in the you know listening this eliminates all of it you know this eliminates the you know that extra headset being needed to uh to be able to accomplish this But, but you know having two earpieces one each ear can get a little messy but uh, yeah. this eliminates that. Yeah. You know, we, you and I tested this out in the office here uh, when they first came in. Uh, I was impressed with it. Yeah, it works uh, It works really well. I'm surprised. Uh, like I said, the biggest thing was knowing that it was going to eliminate, you know, pause your music. Kind of like when you have your iPhone headphones in. If you're listening to music and a phone comes through, it pauses your, your music so you're able to answer the phone right. uh, to get the conversation. It's kind of the same concept. Um but like I said, we got it available in, in, in quite a few connectors. I know we got an ICOM, the uh, the standard, uh, you know, ICOM connector, the S six connector. We got it in the, the widely used Kenwood connector, the K one. 
um, the M1 for Motorola, the, the, and might have a couple extras in there as well, but it's, you know, the more popular models. Um, now, what's this going for? That, uh, it runs forty nine ninety nine, um, which, you know, going with the two-wire surveillance, just the earpiece, I think it has a retail of like thirty nine ninety nine mm-hmm. you know, off the top of my head. So an extra $10 for iPhone connectivity. To be able to yeah. do both. I mean, we've seen, I've seen a lot of... Um, hams that like this as well not only security guys but hams like it as well i can see um if they go to a ham fest or they're walking around they you know they've always got their their little uh handy talk on them um and most of them use a kenwood connector yeah and um you know they've got some sort of smartphone with them as well this way they're able to plug into both and have uh communication through the one device i feel like this is something that a lot of people would really love. They just don't know about it. They don't know that yeah. it's out there. They don't know to search for it and find it. But when they hear about it, they're going to say, I'm going to get one of those. Yeah, this is what I've been looking for. Yeah. And actually, I've been looking for one of those myself um, before we were carrying them. I was thinking, why doesn't anybody you know, make something like this already? But uh, now they do. Well, you know, if they were to slap an Apple logo on it or um, one of those other (laughs) aftermarket companies, you know, adding that on there, you know, ours is $49.99, just those logos or those manufacturers, it's going to be, I would expect something like that. If it came from Apple, it'd probably be over a hundred dollars. I don't even think I you can get replacement Apple earbuds for fifty bucks. No, no, not at all. Um, so I think it's, I think it's a good. Uh, good addition to the to the xlt family so to say you know they they always continue to bring out uh, some pretty good quality products and this is just a another one to add to the to the group i agree well uh any other thoughts on this uh se 445 i guess pretty much you would give this one uh two thumbs up yeah no doubt i mean it's uh it works really really well all right well, we have some comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. And actually, this week, they're pretty much all comments. And these comments have to do with our topic earlier in the show about the FCC uh, elimination of the uh, regulatory fees. And this is what some other people are thinking about or what they're saying about it. Um, John says, this same rule eliminated the amateur radio regulatory fee for a vanity license. Uh, I don't see any correlation with an end to licensing. The license fee will go down to $65. With all the FCC personnel changes, I doubt the fact-finding proposal years ago will go anywhere. Uh, Bill Cross, the engineer of that proposal, himself is retiring soon if he hasn't already done so. In my opinion, any GMRS activity would follow an entirely new process. With the reduction of FCC offices and the resulting poor enforcement, my guess is they'll cut GMRS loose sooner or later and let it go the route of CB. And that's from John. I think that's basically what the the proposal that he's mentioning there um, would do. Yeah. Um, But uh, thanks for the comment there. Very very educated and uh, informative. Our next comment comes from Anonymous. He says, uh, I'm happy to see this. GMRS should remain a licensed service, and by lowering the fees, maybe we'll soon see more people willing to obtain a license and more people willing to install GMRS repeaters in areas like we have in southern Oregon. Check out uh, mygmrs.org to see just how many GMRS repeaters are active in this country and see the advantages to keeping GMRS licensed with the ability to have both GMRS repeaters and mobile radios with up to 50 watts of power. 
People should also check and see which commercial UHF radios are, in fact, Part 95 certified. Many Kenwood, Motorola, Midland, and ICOM radios have carried Part 95 certification for a long time, unknown to most amateur and GMRS users. If people do not wish to get a license, then the FRS and the interstitial FRS GMRS frequencies offer that at half a watt with inexpensive radios readily available at many large chain stores across the nation. And... Uh, that's uh, that's another interesting. Yeah, I definitely comment appreciate that comment. I, I disagree on uh, that GMRS should remain licensed, and uh, the main reason I disagree is because there's so many radios in the field already that are being used unlicensed. So it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to to um, get that back. Um, so I, I think it's, it's it would be impossible to get everybody that uses these radios licensed at this point. So um, you're sort of punishing those that follow the rules, but. Uh, thanks for the comment. And uh, we have one more. This one's from Matthew, and he pretty much sums his thoughts up as to as far as whether GMRS is going uh, eventually no fee or not in about in two simple words. <laughs> and he says no fee. <laughs> and that sounds like probably what he's preferring anyway, uh, just my guess. Right. But I think that that echoes the sentiments of a lot of, of people. Anyway, that does it for our comments and questions this week. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussions at twowayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at twowayradioshow.com or hear it on iTunes, blueberry.com, or stream it to your mobile phone on Stitcher. Uh, well, I guess that does it for our show this week. Uh, before we go, any other final comments? Nope. No? Okay. You pretty much said it all, I guess. Well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, BuyTwoWay Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at buy2wayradios.com. Well, everyone, as always, thanks for listening, and until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm Rick Savoy. I'm Danny Feimster. And I'm Anthony Roquet. And we're out. <laughs>